Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single-family homes all the way up to 600-plus unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Hey, I hope you've had a great week. It's a beautiful Sunday out there today. Very sunny where I'm sitting here in, in North Dallas. And uh, compared to yesterday, we got a ton of rain, a little bit of hail where I'm at, and uh, some localized flooding, all that good stuff. And I just bring that up because we're working on a project over near Fort Worth, and the rain is slowing us down just a little bit. And, in fact, if you've got a project coming up with any foundation work uh, that you're going to have to do, get those guys on your schedule as quickly as you can. They are they are underwater, so to speak, no pun intended. Just with the heavy rains we've had, this is one of the wettest springs we've had, um, eighth wettest May uh, on record, in fact. So get those guys going. Uh, you're going to want to get them scheduled as soon as you can. Um, so, hey, I, I want to dive right into the topic of the show today, and this is uh, its probably something you've had on your mind at some point as well, and I, I know a lot of people do because I get this question quite a bit, and that question is, is now a good time to buy real estate right now in 2019, and specifically investment real estate? In fact, this, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, this actually came up uh, earlier in the week. I was talking with a friend of mine. He's not an investor. He just knows what my wife and I do. And uh, he asked me that question. And I got to thinking this really is something that uh, is on a lot of people's minds that I hear from. So let's let's talk about that today. And, and by the way, my answer to my buddy, I just pointed out the house we picked up over near Fort Worth. And uh, we're in the middle of fixing it up, as I mentioned. And we'll add that to our rental portfolio. It's going to cash flow somewhere around $400 a month uh, right to our bottom line, and uh, we're capturing some decent equity as well. So, hey, we are buying every chance we get. So that question, is now a good time to buy? Look, let's take that apart. I think there are really two parts, two things at the heart of that question, and, and, and I want to address both. Now, now one of those is, um, I guess what I would say, an understandable concern about the market being at a, at a possible peak, right? You're thinking about the peak, you're trying to time the market. And, and I want to show you where this is really a, a misguided concern and uh, show you that really we, we make money in both up and down markets, okay? We don't worry about whether it's at a peak or a trough. Now, the other thing that's behind that question is, is simple fear. It's uh, fear of change and fear of getting started. And I, I want to address that fear as well because, look, trust me, I know I dealt with it myself, my wife and I did, uh, when we were getting started some seven or eight years ago. <clears throat> Pardon me. Obviously, I am bullish on investment real estate. That, that's how we found our financial freedom. I see folks at the Lifestyles Unlimited Group doing it all the time, and, and that's why I'm here talking to you today. But, but let me ask you, if not real estate, where are you going to park your funds? 
where are you going to invest for your retirement? You know, of course, for, for most people, um, that's going to be the stock market, either through a uh, 401k or, or IRA account, maybe through your employer or through a brokerage. Um, but but I got to ask you another question. If you're concerned about markets peaking, what do you think about the stock market right now? Especially in light of the recent trade war escalation that we've seen between Trump and, and China. What, what's going to happen there? What What is the fallout going to be from that game? Now I don't I don't know I'm not any <clears throat> excuse me any sort of stock specialist or or financial advisor but it it sure seems to me like there's some there's some risk there and you know I, I wanted to check that and I did some digging and you know every month uh, Bank of America Merrill Lynch does a survey and they talk to 250 global investors these are the big guys right um, these 250 investors control about 687 billion in total assets that's what they're managing. And, and I was curious, what are these guys doing? Well, the latest survey, and this was just conducted recently. This was from May 3rd to May 9th, so it's hot off the presses. The survey found that the highest proportion in the history of the survey, the, the highest proportion of these big players are hedging against a fall in stocks. Some 34% of these investors have hedged against the downside. Right? They're expecting a sharp fall, quote-unquote, in, in the near term, as they put it. Now, they did cite the biggest risk that they see comes from that trade war that we just mentioned, uh, although a secondary concern is, is a slowdown in, in China as a whole. Uh, there are concerns that the growth rate, the GDP growth rate in China is, is going to stall or, or maybe has stalled already, and that's going to affect the globe, of course. So back, back to your question, is now a good time to buy real estate? Well, i got to turn it around and ask you, is now a good time to buy stocks? I'm, I'm just not so sure. And I am pretty sure you're going to continue to buy, though. You've got your 401k on autopilot at your employer and, and just keep pumping money into that thing. Hey, it's, it's the easy thing to do. You know, who has time for other options to look at other options? But, but please keep in mind that you do have other options. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, speaking of other options, you know, while I was doing my research, I kept seeing gold come up. You know, if the market's going to go, uh, going to drop, what about buying gold um, or other other materials, raw raw minerals? You know, well-rounded investment types always like to cite gold as a as a great inflation hedge, and and they like to have it in their portfolios because well, they call it a safe asset. It's it's its value tends to move opposite of the stock market. So if the stock market drops and their net worth starts to decline as a result of that, well, gold at a minimum starts to go the other direction. Okay. But, but here's the problem with gold and, and your retirement. And, and by the way, they, they don't call retirement your golden years because you, you sit on a lot of gold. They call it that because you're finally free from work. You're, you're off gallivanting around, traveling, hanging out with the grandkids, you know, running your hobbies, doing what you want. But you need an income to fund that lifestyle. And, and gold does not throw off cash the same way that our rental properties do. If you need money from that gold, well, you got to sell it. And every time you sell it, your pile gets smaller. And it's the same thing with your 401k and, and IRA accounts. You, you start selling those off as well to create an income, and those are going to continue to get smaller as well. And, and really, at the end of the day, you, you just hope that your pile of gold or your, your stock portfolio, whatever it is, you hope that it lasts long enough to support you till you die. Right? You don't want to run out of money before that happens. With income properties, however, rent houses or apartments, well, you, you don't have to worry about those funds tapering off. They'll, they'll keep throwing off cash flow for you to live on as long as you want to hold them, and you'll have the lifestyle that you want. 
Now, I will say gold as an inflation hedge, sure, I do get that. Uh, the value of gold is not tied to the dollar, so if the dollar loses value, your gold doesn't necessarily. Uh, now, it does fluctuate up and down much as the stock market does, but let me tell you, real estate sure makes a great inflation hedge as well. And, in fact, I think it's a, a better inflation hedge than gold. Look, with gold, you you know, as a hedge against inflation, you you, you you're protected if you know because the value is going to go up, right? That's your only lever, though, is the ups and the downs of, of the of the value of the gold itself. But with income properties, you've actually got two levers you can pull. You know, like gold, you can watch the value of that property go up with inflation, and it will. And that's going to help you when you sell your asset, and and it's going to protect your net worth while you hold it. But when we're talking about income properties, you've got a second lever that you can pull as well, and and that's the rent that you charge your tenant each month. Those rents are going to increase with time as well. They're going to increase with inflation as well. So you're not just hedging the value of the asset like you do with gold, but you're also hedging your cash flow against inflation. As your cost of living goes up, you're protected by increasing rents. Well, I'll tell you, of the options out there, real estate really is the way to go. It's something you should have in your portfolio. Trust me, I, I speak from my own experience and, and from watching countless of others that I've met at, at Lifestyles Unlimited. So to your question, is now a good time to buy real estate? Well, I want to come back to the state of the market and, and whether it has peaked or not and, and how we make money in both an up and a down market just a little later in the show. But before we get to that, Let's talk about the other reason that that question often comes up and, and what's fundamentally what's behind that question for a lot of people. And that's fear. It's it's fear of getting started. It's fear of really giving this real estate thing a go or, or you know, and, and bottom line, what you want to hear me tell you is that it's not a good time to buy real estate. You want that permission so that you can breathe a sigh of relief and, and move on and, and forget all about this whole real estate investing thing that you keep hearing about. You want to get back to the daily grind and let your employer siphon money out of your paycheck every few weeks and into a 401k account for you, right? I get it. It's, it's the easier path, but I'm afraid that that path is not going to get you where you really want to be. Getting started in real estate can seem very daunting. I get it, but I'm not going to bail you out here. So is now a good time to buy real estate? Absolutely. It absolutely is, especially here in Texas where the fundamentals of you know, we've got a great business environment, we've got job growth, we've got population growth, those continue. But look, I, I understand that that fear you have may be holding you back. For, for some folks, you know, um, those type A personalities out there jumping into real estate investing or anything new is, is easy. It's not a problem. They think about it, they go do it. You know, those, like I said, are those type A personalities. And, of course, I'm not saying they do it correctly when they jump into to real estate with their guns blazing, but they, they get started at least. I'm not one of those, and, and most most folks are not. We're, we're the more thoughtful uh, type of bees. We, really, we overthink everything, and, and for most, because of that, it is a struggle to start. It can be a scary prospect. It can involve a lot of cash, uh, debt, uh, a ton of variables, and, and really, you, you start to, like I said, overthink it. You start to tell yourself stories, worst-case scenarios, like, what if, geez, what if the house catches on fire or... The pipes break and the whole place floods. What if my tenant trashes the place and I have to evict and on and on and on? And, and I get that. I told myself those stories at the outset as well. I understand that fear, but I've got a solution for you. And we're going to talk about that here in just a second. Now, if you've got any questions, you can email me at askandy at luinc.com. 
That's askandy at com. You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb. And again, when we come back, we're going to find a solution to that fear that is holding you back. Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 28 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they have won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 12 of the last 12 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com to access our free live training event schedule. Dell says the things you just can't say to your friends, boss, kids, financial planner, spouse, even the cat. Need him to deliver the message for you? Don't worry. Dell's past show archives are just a mouse click away. So go to DellOnTheRadio.com and turn your speakers up for everyone to hear. Dell delivers his daily Dellisms and liberating unconventional wisdom 24 hours a day at DellOnTheRadio.com. Talk thirteen seventy. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb, and today we're providing a more effective roadmap to your financial freedom, and we're talking about whether or not we should even be buying real estate in this market because it's so high, right? And and before the break, we had dived into uh, part of the question that's at the back of your mind when you ask whether or not you should buy real estate, and really what you're asking, what you want to hear me tell you is, no, you shouldn't. Just go on, move on down the road, do something else. And that's that fear that drives that part of the question. And what I want to tell you is that I get it. I, I've been there. I dealt with it. Uh, it slowed us down for a while. But, you know, we, we wound up joining Lifestyles Unlimited, and we surrounded ourselves with positive people, experienced mentors, and, uh, you know, just other Lifestyles members. There are a lot of members out there. Some, some guided us. These are the guys that are a little bit farther down the path and have some experience and can share their stories. And, and some were going, you know, shoulder to shoulder, going through the same thing with us. And that's a great exchange as well. And, and the tremendous education at Lifestyles, it really, that's what it really helped us. It gave us the confidence that we needed to, to dive in and, and really discover and find and follow that path to financial freedom. So I'm going to encourage you, if, if you have that fear that's holding you back, Find a mentoring group, whether it's Lifestyles Unlimited or, or a good group in your market where you are, and get some help to help you overcome that hurdle that's in your own head. It's just a barrier you're putting up to your own progress. So get the education you need, and, and that will give you the confidence, and, and you'll find that the, the mentoring will help you absolutely succeed. So now that we've seen a way past that fear through mentoring and, and education, let's let's get back to our question, and that is, is now a good time to buy real estate? And, and my, abs- my answer remains absolutely. Even if you think the market has peaked, let's talk about why you can and should still be investing in income property. <clears throat> Excuse me. First of all, let's get something out of the way. Um, look, the Great Recession is, is fresh on everybody's minds, right? It's 10 years old now. It's been a while, but everybody naturally thinks back to that period when, when they picture the next real estate uh, down cycle. 
And, and people tend to think back to those events that were happening at a national level. And, and there are two points that I want to make here. Number one, I'm going to focus on Texas. That's where I sit, and it's a great market. And, and Texas really did not feel the Great Recession like many other parts of the country, and, and there are a number of reasons why. Our, our fundamentals are there, and our economic uh, diversification helped. Uh, we also had very conservative lend lending standards ahead of that cycle, so we had fewer, let's say, questionable loans out there. And we've got a fairly liberal land policy that uh, makes building a little less expensive than in other markets, and that, that keeps prices from, from inflating as well. And, uh, of course, you may not know this, but we endured a statewide recession uh, from 2001 to 2003, and that also kept prices down. So they, house prices simply did not climb as high ahead of the 2008 bust as they did in other markets. So, you know, all told, we saw about a 30% drop in prices uh, across the state, right? That's number one. Number two, the other thing I want you to consider is that most economists agree that we are not going to see a real estate price correction anything near to what we saw in the 2007 to 2012 timeframe. So again, when you're thinking about real estate and have we peaked, just just keep those two factors in, in mind. And let's let's tie this into just how we buy real estate at Lifestyles Unlimited. And 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 remember, Lifestyles has been around for a while. Lifestyles was founded by Dell Walmsley in Houston almost 30 years ago. So we've had, as a group, we've had plenty of time to invest in several up and down cycles. In, you know, just in our collective experience. So. That's some experience that you really should tap into if you're concerned about the market, right? Now, I mentioned that at Lifestyles, we make money in both up and down markets. So how, how do we do that? Well, let's look at the down market first. If, if you were fortunate enough to be in real estate when the Great Recession hit, well, you were picking up houses and apartment complexes even for 50 cents on the dollar or less. You know, the discounts were so high that you really couldn't help but make money. And, of course, even in a more modest decline, uh, we would still be buying houses at a discount. And and that's the thing. Even in today's market where prices have, have swung the other direction, we are still buying at a discount. And that is precisely the lifestyles model. We find distressed sellers or distressed assets, and, and we buy them at a discount so that we capture equity at the outset. And, and typically what's happening is there are sellers that are in a bind and, and they need to sell fast, either because they're going through, you know, personal or, or financial problems, divorce, maybe a death in the family, job loss or foreclosure, or the property itself may be in distress because the homeowner just never took care of it and it's in bad shape. And we love these properties because we, we know that the seller is going to get, go out and get repair bids, but they're going to be at the retail level, they're going to be expensive, and they're not going to be able to afford it. We're able to negotiate a great price and swing in with our contractors, uh, get the work done at wholesale pricing, because as a group at Lifestyles, we're sending them so much volume. And again, we capture that equity. So, hey, if you've got any questions, you can email me at askandy at luinc.com. That's askandy at luinc.com. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues in a moment as we look at whether now is a good time to buy real estate. Did you know that every dollar you invest in real estate makes you money five ways? Cash flow, money in your pocket each month, equity capture, the thousands of dollars you create when you have the right team and buy the right property using the right map. 
Appreciation. Real estate can increase in value over time. Equity buildup. Renters pay down your mortgage each month. And finally, the tax advantage. When done correctly, real estate investors pay no taxes on our cash flow and capital gains. At Lifestyles Unlimited, these are the five ways we make money in real estate, which is why real estate accounts for more millionaires in the world today than any other investment vehicle. You should have some real estate in your portfolio. To learn how to attend a Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop, call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com and register for the next available workshop. That's 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com. Talk 1370. You are listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb, and I'm thrilled to be with you today. And today we're talking about whether or not you should be buying rental real estate in this hot market. And, of course, I just told you already, I I sure think you should. And I don't just talk the talk. I walk the walk. We just picked up a house over near Fort Worth, so we we are continuing to buy as well. And and I mentioned before the break that uh, one reason we can buy in both up and down markets is because we are not paying full price. We pick up our properties at a discount, and that's part of the lifestyles model. And another part of that model is that once we get these distressed houses, the houses that need work, we've got access to a huge vendor network through lifestyles. Uh, these are all contractors that we, uh, we we all know and use, and we give them volume, and we get our, our work done at, at a good price. And that allows us to get into these deals and, and really capture some equity. So whether the market is up or down, we're buying at a discount. Now, obviously, if the market is down when we buy, look, we can hold that, that house for a few years and sell it when the market comes back up, and we'll capture even more profit. If we happen to buy when the market is up and it, and it does decline a little, and again, we talked about this before the break, it's not going to drop like we saw 10 years ago. Uh, but if it does decline, well, again, we bought at a discount and we've got a nice equity buffer in place if we need to sell. But in most cases, as, as landlords, we can just sit on that asset and we keep our tenants in place and, and collect rent right on through to the other side when the market uh, when the market starts to climb again. Speaking of rents, what about rents? Well, I can tell you that when the Great Recession did hit, most landlords that bought right and operated correctly following the lifestyles model, well, they did just fine. And, and here's the thing. We're, we're not buying high-dollar rentals. I talked to a lady the other day that is moving out of town, and she's she lives in a, in a nice part of town, and she's going to rent out her house for $3,700, and that just blows my mind. Um, that's not what we're buying. You know, the, the pool of renters for those assets is just too small. Uh, you definitely have some risk there. So instead, what we're buying is bread and butter, three two two houses, uh, you know, from about one thousand to maximum for me anyhow two thousand square feet. My sweet spot's somewhere around fifteen hundred uh, square feet, and and these things are going to rent anywhere from one thousand to maybe with with a little bit. We're up a little bit in the market, maybe maybe up to fifteen sixteen hundred dollars in in rent, you know, depending on the area. And these are these are middle class neighborhoods. Your pool of renters is so much larger for this product type. And and you know, excuse me. Back when the recession hit, you know those those unfortunate folks that were homeowners and 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 did go through a foreclosure. Well, a lot of them didn't want to move into apartments, so they rented one of our houses. Or if they were renting a higher dollar house at the time and had some difficulties uh, on the job job side, well, they they would downsize into our. Our product, our, our pool of renters actually increased, and, and we continued to make money right on through the recession. 
Now, on the flip side, where the market is up like it is, uh, I can tell you that we are continuing to see an increased demand for rental units, both houses and apartments, and our rents just continue to climb. And, of course, as, as we, we know, that just helps our cash flow. Remember, we make we make money five ways in real estate, and, and there is that cash flow that I just mentioned. And, and it, like I said, it's increasing here in Texas with our climbing rents. Uh, there's also that equity capture that I met, mentioned earlier, which is that's what protects us when you know if we enter a down cycle. And of course, our tenants are paying down our mortgage each month, which further adds to that protective equity. Now, market appreciation is the fourth way we make money. It's uh, icing on the cake. It's not something we plan in necessarily. And and yes, even if we have a downturn, it's just part of the cycle. We know that. And and over time, the value of your prop your property will trend upward. Real estate doubles in value every 20 years. And, of course, there are the tax advantages that we throw in there as well. Now, let's look at Texas in particular and, and the on, ongoing increases in both prices, sales prices, and, and rents. What, what is the driver here? Let's talk about the fundamentals uh, that I have in mind when I tell you that it's a great time to buy rental property. And I'll tell you, you know, we have some great fundamentals here in Texas, not just in DFW where I sit, but all across the state. So first of all, we keep hearing about all the businesses that are moving here to Texas, if you're paying attention at all. In the in the past seven years, well, over 75 companies have moved their national or international headquarters to just to DFW. I'm just looking at DFW. Now, Houston, San Antonio, and Austin have also had some big wins. And I'm just talking about the headquarters there. Um, you've probably heard about Toyota's big move to Plano, uh, but we also have McKesson, which is a huge medical company, relocating to Irving between Dallas and Fort Worth from uh, San Francisco. And we've got Cormark, another Fortune 500 company, abandoning uh, San Francisco for Westlake uh, near Fort Worth. And, and look, California's lost a lot of businesses. In, in a single year span, around 1,800 companies left California, and most of those moved to Texas. And we're not just poaching from the West Coast. We're picking up businesses from the, the East Coast. Uh, the PGA headquarters is moving to Frisco from Florida, for example. So clearly our business-friendly, low-tax state is really reeling in some big fish. Hey, we're going to talk a little bit more about why you should be buying rental real estate when we come back. If you've got questions, you can call us at 866-945-6565. That's 866-945-6565 and learn about our free workshop. What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow? For the next couple of days, for a week, a couple of months, a year, how long until you lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the free workshop. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. We know you're out there, hiding in plain sight, living a life of quiet desperation, wondering if you're going to beat your money to the grave. There's a better way, a better life at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to live the life you deserve. You can only do that by creating passive income. Let us show you how. It's just two hours. It can't be worse than another meeting about meetings or another mindless night in front of the TV. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. That's LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. Talk 1370. We are back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb. 
And today we've been working on your financial freedom and we've been discussing how you can achieve that through real estate and whether or not you should bother buying rental property in this market. And the answer, of course, is absolutely. But I'm giving you now some of the reasons why. I want you to understand that the fundamentals are there, especially here in Texas. If you're in another market, you'll have to dig around and do some research and figure that out for yourself. But uh, I'll tell you, here in Texas and DFW, it's it's phenomenal. And ahead of the break, we were talking about uh, the, the, the the company poaching, I guess, for lack of a better term, that we're doing. We're pulling a ton of business from the, the West Coast, uh, even the East Coast, uh, pretty much across the nation down to Texas. Um, because we've got a, a, a business-friendly state, we've got a low-tax state, and uh, we're just pulling in some some really big fish. And it's great news if you want to invest in rental real estate, uh, because as those businesses move in, they create more jobs, that creates more wealth, and they bring more people. And those people are going to need a place to live. So what are we seeing on the demographics side of things? What are we seeing with those people, right? Now, I dug up an article. I happened to read this last month in, in April. Uh, it's, it was in the Dallas Morning News, and, and it spoke to the, the immigration that we're seeing here to the, to the Texas market. Excuse me. And here are just a few of the, the numbers that we're seeing. Um, in the past eight years, DFW, just Dallas-Fort Worth, added more new than any metro area in the U.S. We, we gained over one million people to the Metroplex. Um, Dallas-Fort Worth now has a population somewhere north of uh, 7.5 million people. It's now the fourth largest metro area um, behind New York, Los Angeles, and, and uh, Chicago. By the way, the article went on to note that all of those markets are losing residents, and I'll give you one guess where they're going. Hey, and it's not just Dallas. It's not just Dallas-Fort Worth. Houston also added one million new residents in that time. Uh, looking at Austin, our capital here, uh, we got about 400,000, and then San Antonio, New Braunfels, about 375K. You know, all told, that's three and a half million new residents into the state uh, in that time frame, and that's that's about that's the equivalent of about 1,000 new residents per day. And a third of those are moving to DFW. So, hey, this this boom in population is is obviously one of the big drivers for our increased prices, but also our increased rents. So, I got to tell you, I do not see the need uh, for our rental properties declining or changing anytime soon. So finally, let's round out our discussion of the fundamentals by taking, you know, talking about employment in the state here in Texas. We, we've already seen that, you know, a ton of companies are moving here and they're bringing with them a ton of people. Um, and we, you've probably also recently heard that the national unemployment rate just hit a 49-year low of 3.6 percent. Well, hey, we're Texas, we're Dallas, Fort Worth. We got to beat that here in the DFW Metro. Our unemployment rate as of March was 3.5 percent, so it's even lower. But go on down the road, San Antonio, they're at 3.3%, and Austin is at a flat 3%. So unemployment in the state is phenomenal. Houston's a little bit higher at 4.1%, but, you know, there's, there's always got to be an exception there, I suppose. And by the way, I'm taking these unemployment stats from the May version of the Outlook for the Texas Economy, and that's published by the Texas A&M uh, University Real Estate Center, and that is a great resource. If you want to do any research on your own into the economy in Texas or real estate here in Texas, uh, go take a look. So that is it in a nutshell. Those are the fundamentals of job and population growth that we're seeing here, coupled with a, a, a great business environment. And did I mention that Texas is generally, it's a landlord-friendly state. Um, that means that if I do have issues with a tenant, and, and it's very seldom, but if I do and I need to evict, 
it's it, it tends to, to move in my favor. So it's a landlord friendly state. These anyhow, these all point to a big yes to that question is now a time to buy real estate. It's a great time here in Texas. So and, and if that doesn't convince you, let me throw one one more big item into the mix for you to think about. Our interest rates remain low. So it's a absolutely a great time to lock in a fixed rate mortgage on a rental house. We talked about inflation and gold at the start of the show. And if you can get a fixed rate 30 year mortgage in place with a four, you know, four and four and a half percent mortgage, um, that's that's going to benefit you as we see if inflation develop down the line. And, and in fact, our uh, interest rates have, have declined in the past few months. So now talk with your mortgage broker, see what rate they can lock you in at. It, it will vary by credit score, uh, the amount of reserves you've got, how many houses you've already financed, debt to income, and that sort of thing. But again, the rates are low, so now is the time to secure that debt. Hey, if you want to learn more about Lifestyles Unlimited and and the real estate education and mentoring programs, you can give us a call at 866-945-6565. That's 866-945-6565. Or go to www.lifestylesunlimited.com and register for our free workshop. Come on out. It's free and learn what it's all about and see how we can help you find your path to financial freedom. Thirteen seventy. We are back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb. Today we've been working on your financial freedom by explaining and, and discussing the, the state of the market and the fact that it really is a great time to buy here in Texas uh, across the state. It's a great time to pick up some rental real estate. And I want to wrap up that discussion um, and talk just a little bit about what we're seeing in the retail market, right? So we're buying, as I mentioned, we're buying distressed properties. We're buying at a discount, typically off market. These are not not houses necessarily listed on, on the MLS, the multiple listing service. But what, what are we seeing just on the retail side of things when, you know, when your aunt engages a, a realtor and, and, and puts that house uh, uh, up for sale at, at full market price? Well, we're seeing a couple of things, and, 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 and I, I, I see this as a good sign for investors as well. First of all, our days on market here in, in Texas, after, after seeing some ridiculously low days on market, you know, down to a month or so uh, over the past few years, it, it's finally increasing again. And days on market is simply when I list my house, how long does it take from that point until I close um, to get that to get that house sold? Um, and again, that that is finally increasing. That's that's sign at the sign of a, of, of a healthy market or a market that's becoming healthier anyhow. Um, and then the price growth that we've seen, it has been crazy from the lows of the recession to, you know, to, to recent years. Uh, we have seen double digit price growth in, in the DFW market, and that has finally moderated as well. You know, when you ask the question, have we hit a peak? Um, I, I will say, I, I don't know. I don't think so, though, because we're still seeing price growth. It's just returned to a healthy level of single-digit increases rather than, you know, 10, 20, whatever it was in your local market around town here. 
Um, you know, we were in an extreme seller's market for some time, and, and that's really what pushed those uh, days on market down and pushed those, you know, those prices up. So, again, days on market getting longer, price growth is, show, uh, is slowing, and um, that's, that's a return to a healthy market, and that's good news for us as, as investors. Now, I've been talking a lot about Texas um, and the great market we have here in Dallas-Fort Worth, in Houston, in Austin, in, in San Antonio. But what if you're not in Texas? What do you do? First of all, take a look at your market where you sit and see similar fundamentals. Are you seeing job growth? Are you seeing people moving to your area? How are the prices to pick up rental property in your neighborhood or in your market? Now, uh, on the contrary, are you seeing an outflow of bodies? As I mentioned, L.A., New York, Chicago, people are moving away from those places, so that's probably not the best place to, to start buying. Um, but you'll know your market. You need to dig in a little bit. And if you determine that it's not ideal for investing, well, I'll tell you what, why don't you come check out Texas? Even if you're not local to Texas, you can join Lifestyles Unlimited and leverage our realtors, that vendor network that I mentioned, um, and our membership base. We've, we've actually got a lot of out-of-state investors that are members uh, and have healthy portfolios in, in the DFW area, and I, I meet them from time to time, and I'm always excited to see that, that people are diving in even from, from afar. And, in fact, we have international members um, that have bought in Texas through Lifestyles. I can remember meeting a couple of guys from Israel just a few years ago, and, and they had flown in you know, for a couple of, of Lifestyles events, and, and these guys, you know, they had bought a number of single-family rental houses in the area, and they had never even seen them. You know, they were looking forward. They were excited to, to drive out and, and check out these these places that they'd bought and that were bringing in passive passive income for them. So how you know how cool is that? You know, that's that's just awesome. So look, if you're not in a market that is conducive to investing in in rental real estate, um, you know, New York City or San Francisco where the prices are just crazy, you know, check out Lifestyles Unlimited and and let's get you on the path to financial freedom as well. Uh, it doesn't have to be limited to our our Texas base here. So, look, today we have considered that question that I hear so often, is now a good time to buy real estate? And I think we've established with the fundamentals that we see here in Texas that the answer is a resounding yes, absolutely, especially here in Texas. You know, we also talked about the fear, uh, the fear that keeps people from getting started in real estate. And, and, look, the solution is simple. Just get some help. Get some education. Join an education and mentoring group like Lifestyles Unlimited and, and get educated and gain the confidence that you need to dive in. And we also talked about why we continue to buy in both up and down markets because we buy right. At Lifestyles Unlimited, we buy at a discount and we build in our profit and equity from the start. And we buy assets that are going to attract the biggest group of renters to draw from, not those $3,700 rental houses. That's just crazy. Uh, we go for a much more bread-and-butter, middle-class product, so we stay occupied and profitable. Look, I want you to create a more effective roadmap to your financial future. Give us a call at 866-945-6565. That's 866-945-6565. Or check us out at www.lifestylesunlimited.com. Register for our free workshop and come check it out. And you can find us on the air every day of the week and enjoy our podcasts at www.lifestylesunlimited.com. Just click on the radio tab. This is Andy Webb, and I thank you for listening, and I look forward to talking to you with again soon on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. And remember, it's not about the money. It's all about the lifestyle.
for listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, investing, or tax advice. Results may vary. Always consult a professional before making any financial decisions. If you'd like to find out more about the mentoring available at Lifestyles Unlimited, please visit them online at lifestylesunlimited.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.